Today's episode is brought to you by HelloFresh. Go to HelloFresh.com slash RGS65 and use code RGS65 for 65% off plus free shipping. Go to HelloFresh.com slash RGS65 and use code RGS65 for 65% off plus free shipping. HelloFresh, America's number one meal kit. Today on Real Ghost Stories Online, did a family move into a brand new house only to discover that they are not the first ones to live there. Welcome to Real Ghost Stories Online. Call in your real ghost story now at 855-853-4802 or write in at realghoststoriesonline.com. You are about to enter the world of the unknown and quite possibly the undead. This is Real Ghost Stories Online. That it is. 855-853-4802 is our phone number at Real Ghost Stories Online. If you like our program, you want to keep us on the air, become an extra podcast person that's a supporter. You sign up at ghostpodcast.com or patreon.com slash real ghost stories. $5 a month to access all the bonus episodes, all the advanced episodes, uh, all the extra material there. It's quite literally the world's largest audio archive of ghost stories ever created to get all that ghostpodcast.com or patreon.com slash real ghost stories get signed up get access to all that stuff it's uh, tony and carol with you on today's episode of the program what's going on well i was just thinking like because this show probably airs like Begi- beginning of september halloween season yes isn't it? yeah your yeah. favorite time of mm-hmm. the year yeah because i was just thinking about that i'm like wait this is almost going to be like Halloween month. Totally. It's going to be October. We're, yeah, this will be airing at the beginning of September, but at any time... The beginning of September? Yep. So anytime we're getting out of... Um, yes, beginning of September. Anytime we're getting uh, out of uh, the summer season in August, Halloween stuff starts going up around my house. So I am all all set for it. I was even going around to some stores the other day trying to, to look for some stuff because I want to do a new uh, cemetery... Uh, uh, <laughs> Uh, gates uh, around it. I, and I, I had some plastic ones. I'm not a big fan of. So I'm thinking, well, if I can do like metal, like real metal, maybe that'll look even cooler. So I was planning that out. I bought a whole bunch of new gravestones this year. I bought them from somebody on Etsy that like hand makes them and hand paints them. Ooh. They're pretty cool. Um, and uh, yeah, so I'm just, uh, I'm chomping at the bit to put the spooky stuff up. So it's after Labor Day then. <laughs> So yeah, pretty much yeah. After Labor Day, it's all how ha- yeah, it's it's everything's Halloween. Congratulations, you made it to Labor Day. <laughs> oh, I that that completely yeah, it completely went over my head there for a moment. I know that was a total inside joke, but yeah. congratulations are in order. You Thank made you. it to Labor Day. Yes, and uh, yeah, I don't. Maybe I'll say something another day. Okay. <laughs> But yes, we've made it to Labor Day. So there and, you go. And all good things happen after Labor Day because then you're going to be shopping for Halloween. Exactly. Now Might as well just start putting the stuff out. I have never in my life decorated for Halloween. Really? Mm-mm. You got to start. Not a one thing. Not a jack-o'-lantern. Not shit. I, I don't do anything. And in fact, last year after I bought this house, it was the first time I didn't put up a Christmas tree on the inside. Mm-hmm. I, but I put up a couple decorative trees on the outside. That's the first time I've decorated in like 25 years. 
You're just like the woman who hates holidays or something. Like, there's yeah. old Carol Hughes. She hates the holidays and children and animals and anyone well, that looks at her. She's hard to get along with. <laughs> Crazy ass lady who lives down the street. You know, it's kind of like, especially at Christmas, because I've always, my entire adult life, had a, I'm a queen of the side hustles. And so I've always had a side job mm-hmm. um, bartending or cocktail waitressing. So the holidays are so freaking busy mm-hmm. because I'm working full time and like another 20 hours a week doing that stuff. But then you got to put it up, then you got to take it all down. Yeah. It's like, shit, I might have, I shouldn't even put it up to start with. <laughs> so that's how I got with it. And I just quit putting it up. I just, I, I, I think I do a lot of it. I mean, I like, I like the holidays. I think it's fun. I, I do a lot of it because I like, I know Harp really gets into it when she's little. And I always like having that you sort of stuff. Kid. You have so, to do it with kids. Yeah. But once she's gone, I'm not celebrating anything ever again. No, that's so much shit. Because as soon as, like, once she's out of the house, you're still gonna, you're gonna have the mo- the biggest grave yard oh, no. in your front yard. I know. Like Except, that won't because I'm, by then you will have collected so much cool stuff. Yeah. And the thing is, I'm gonna actually sell plots in it, so it's going to be a real graveyard. I'm going to. My God. Yeah. That's a great idea. We're going to sell them on the uh, on the show and you can get buried in Tony's front yard <laughs> and we'll have like, you know, two for one specials and things like that. It'll be great. It's it's, it's my side hustle burying people in my yard <laughs> for money, for money. Yes. Not yeah. not like murder or anything like that. But like, no, I'm just going to start selling plots. What are, like we got to have some sort of permit to do that. I'm sure. Don't you? You can't just be like, I'm starting a, a private cemetery over here. Or can you? I I don't know because I've heard of people who have farms burying people they love on the farm. Yeah. But it seems like you need a permit to just put a dead body in the ground. Like you could, it's probably like a permit thing. I don't know. I mean, if it's just, if it's like your loved one and that's where they want to be, it's got to be a whole different set of rules though. Like if you're going to start selling the plots. <laughs> I just had this. What popped in my head? You calling up somebody with the county, and it's like, "Hello, I was considering. Um, I was wondering, like, can you bury people in your yard?" Who is this? Chad Daybell and is who do this I is. Need, yeah. Do I need? Yeah, my name's Chad Daybell, God. and do, like, if I want to bury someone in my yard, do I need a permit? And how much does that cost? And and do I have to be related to them? Or like, how does this work? Do you have to know the cause I'm of death? About <laughs> making some money and selling plots in my front yard. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! Would you just do it and record that call? That would be hilarious. That would be really funny. It'd also be fun to like put it like on Facebook Marketplace. Like you're just like just pictures of your yard and like selling plots. And it's it's kind of like a nice front yard, but it's generic, so they can't really tell where the yard is. Yeah, it's like, how would you like to be buried in my front yard? Cheaper than any cemetery yeah. you'll find in these parts. <laughs> you have like a little like note on there, like I'm like this is my side hustle. I'm just trying to make a little extra money because I've been laid off during COVID. Put, yeah, yeah, that's it. And my daughter's gonna get, go off to college. <laughs> Hoping I can bury a few people in the front yard to help fund. <laughs> I took a drink of my drink. I almost just spit it out. 
<laughs> that would That's be a great. really good idea. I can't wait. I love that. And I, you're going to have so, and thank God you've got some property that you've got enough room because a lot of people are going to want to do this. Do you think that, they, you know, like Facebook has all their rules and everything. Do you think that this is one that they've ever had to put into their rules because it's come up because someone's trying to sell burial plots in their front yard and like now it's in the fine print somewhere like cannot sell burial plots on your property. <laughs> Like, why would you want to be buried where a bunch of people walk over you to get to somebody else's grave? I promise I've got to, plenty of room. Promise to mow it every week. <laughs> <laughs> no. I won't let my dog shit in that area of the yard. Often anyway. Yeah. <laughs> I just want to create a fake Facebook account and just like oh post that into one of the marketplaces. Or you can make it super like um you know, it's all about the environment stuff. So you're not yeah. going to mow it. You're going to have your goats eat the grass. And It'd be really even better if you had the picture. And there looked like there already were a couple fresh bodies in there. And it's like it's three more spots left. Who wants? <laughs> I got these over here like by the tire swing. Dollars yeah. OBO like you're selling a car. Yeah, OBO. <laughs> <laughs> No reasonable offer refused. Well, and then if they go 500 bucks, that is not a reasonable offer. We'll work Have with you. Have you seen my yard? <laughs> <laughs> Senior discounts, you know. I'll... I have angel statuettes out there. <laughs> like, come on. Your choice of a garden gnome or an Jesus out there. Your choice of a garden gnome or an angel statuette on your. You get it. You get it. Yeah. <laughs> We'll decorate for Halloween. <laughs> All right, back to our ghost stories in just a moment. Uh, I got to talk about this. HelloFresh. I love these guys. I am in such a busy time in my life right now that it is difficult uh, to go to the grocery store. I'm serious. I am doing so many things. HelloFresh completely uh, saves me. I get farm fresh pre-portioned ingredients, seasonal recipes delivered right to my doorstep it saves me those trips to the grocery store, which I don't have time to take, and puts it right here so I can do home cooking easily. It's fun. It's affordable. That's why it's America's number one meal kit. Uh, get HelloFresh right now. You can skip that extra trip to the grocery store and those long checkout lines and just the time it takes. Time, I know. It, it's it's a big thing. Uh, and they now have, check this out, 40 weekly recipes to choose from. That's what I love about that. So you can say bye-bye to your recipe rut. I know I get to those a lot. And treat yourself and your family to exciting new flavors every single week. I, yeah, I, I, get, I end up trying so many different things and so many different flavors that I haven't experimented with before that... It's really exciting. It's like opening up your palate to uh, to new things. Go to HelloFresh.com slash RGS65 and use code RGS65 for 65% off plus free shipping. Go to HelloFresh.com slash RGS65 and use code RGS65 for 65% off plus free shipping. HelloFresh, America's number one meal kit. Ah, uh, yes. 855-853-4802. Uh, <laughs> Is our phone number, but real ghost stories online. And also the number if you'd like to buy a plot in my front yard. Uh, let's come to uh, this letter. There's a difference in going out and ghost hunting and having paranormal things happen where you live. Now, I absolutely love to ghost hunt, and I would prefer to keep all that outside of my home. 
The story takes place six or seven years ago when I lived alone in Fort Thomas, Kentucky. It was an old bigger house that was converted into four different apartments, two on the second floor across from each other and two below them. I lived on the top floor. When you walked into the apartment, you enter the living room and you can see down the hall directly to the left that ends with the bathroom with the bedroom and kitchen's hall entrance off the same hallway. That's important. Oh, you'll see later. I moved in, and from the start, I never really felt comfortable in the bedroom. So I primarily spent my time in the living room and even slept on my couch when it was just me. A week or so into my living there, I started to hear what sounded like two people having a conversation, but it was always so low. At the time, I assumed it was people outside I was hearing. Now, after everything, I'm not so sure... The real noticeably creepy stuff started a few weeks into it. I was in my kitchen making chili when I heard my front door open. The door was a deadbolt. You had to turn the lock on the top and turn the door to even push it open. This deadbolt is always engaged. It was on a spring or something. I looked out to see my door cracked open with a deadbolt sitting against the frame. Looked out into the hall and saw nothing. Did not hear anything, just empty. I just shrugged it off, went back to my chili. Then I started to hear my microwave beep. There was not enough space or outlets to leave my microwave plugged in. I had to move it and plug it in when I needed it. So other than that, it was always unplugged and in the corner of my kitchen. I was on my couch watching Craig Ferguson and heard the beep of someone pushing a button on it. Again, while it was unplugged. There was no other machine or anything that could beep. and It was not the same beep from the smoke detector. This continued every night after this on top of the random conversations you could not make out. I'd park my truck in the road in front of the building. This is important because it was an unmistakable piece in a nicer neighborhood of newer cars. The guy who lived in the apartment under mine came to my door to ask me if I could stop wearing cowboy boots. It was all hardwood. He then asked who I live with. After I would leave for work, he said he would hear heels constantly walking back and forth from my bedroom to the kitchen and back. I told him I lived alone and no one is there without me. The craziest thing and one that even the hardest of skeptics have a hard time explaining to me what happened while I was living in my room watching my favorite show, Supernatural. The TV was against the same wall as the front door and sat next to. I saw my front door open by itself and then rested on its deadbolt against the frame. I immediately shot up, looked at the door, nothing. After a minute of thinking and looking at my door, the guy across from me was walking in and asked if anyone had left. No, I then asked if he had issues with his door. He said, no. Does anyone have a key for it? Just the landlord? She changed it after someone moves out? Now, this was an old and heavy door that was always locked with a deadbolt. It could not have just been the breeze. It could not have been shut fully. It would have to have been the deadbolt turned with a key to unlatch with the doorknob being turned at the same time. But there was nobody or nothing that I could see. I talked to my neighbor downstairs again and asked him about the previous tenant. He told me the heels he would hear only started after I moved in. Everything culminated to my last night there. I was on my couch. It was the middle of the night and I just got this feeling. It was weird, a weird feeling like I needed to be somewhere, anywhere. I just was not there. The conversation you could not make out was happening. The beeping, but this feeling was new. I got up, went to my door to leave, but paused to look down the hallway into my bathroom. The window in the far wall in the shower was giving just enough light to where you could make out the different objects in the bathroom and the door was halfway open. Standing there and almost as if it was in too much shock to move, 
I began to see the black and fuzzy shape of a head begin to look around the bathroom door like the thing was hiding behind it. I watched the head came around more than a neck and shoulders. I think my fear finally woke me and I ran out of my door faster than I could thought I could move. I drove around all night with no real destination. I just cannot go back into that home that night. I'm not sure what it was. A ghost? Demon? The more I learn about shadow people, the more I think that is what I saw. But again, I just don't know. A couple days later, my brother was helping me load my stuff. I was moving into my parents' basement. I cannot take it. Luckily, my landlord had let me break my contract with no fee other than the next month's month of rent. It made me wonder if other things had happened to other people who had lived in this building before me. On the way out with one load, we saw the guy who lived across from me. I told him of everything that happened, and he proceeded to tell me about an older woman who had died in the apartment that I was in. Well, she finally got to know the dead person. Although, I don't know, if, you know, was it just always that, or you think there was other stuff going on there? I don't know. So do you think the letter was written by a guy or a girl? I, I was thinking a guy. I was picturing because female, actually. Cowboy, but... Because of the cowboy boots. Okay, yeah, yeah. And the high heels. Mm -hmm. So I wonder if maybe someone had died there and with the male energy mm -hmm. in the apartment. Yeah. That kind of got it going. Because didn't he, I'm assuming, say that the person below hadn't heard those before or was that new somebody walking all the time yeah they thought it was someone else that was living there with them yeah yeah i don't know that's creepy it's a good like, story I, I seriously i would move if my mom had a basement i would move in her basement <laughs> and that i'm telling you would be a lot but before i would stay in a house like that i would totally live in my mom's basement <laughs> Oh my God, help me. It would have to be pretty bad now, wouldn't it? Would be, it would be pretty bad. Wow. But that's scary shit. No, oh, it is. So is my mom, but I mean. <laughs> Got to kind of weigh the two, you know? Well, 855-853-4802 uh, is our phone number at Real Ghost Stories Online. Let's go over to another caller and hear a ghost story. Hi, you're on there. Hello, Tony and company. It is Ali from Utah again. Um, I wanted to pose a question. When a spirit or an entity moves or takes something, where does it go? I've had two instances. One just recently happened to me, and then one happened to me several years ago, of a spirit taking an object and hiding it or making it disappear or something. And I'd like your thoughts on this. So several years ago, probably about 2014, when I first started working at the animal shelter that I work at, um, it was the first time I was closing the shelter by myself. So there was nobody in the building at the time and I'm doing paperwork. I'm sitting facing the back of a desk in front of me that has um, a filing shelf on it that has the, the paperwork that I needed to work on. And then to my right is a small desk that had our copier. And then behind me was the front desk and the front door. 
Our front desk has a small window, um, like plexiglass window with a little cutout at the bottom of it for safety reasons that um, kind of separates the front desk and office area from a small sitting front lobby area. So I'm sitting there doing paperwork facing the back wall and um, the back desk, putting paperwork together, stapling it, um, and moving it to where it needs to go. So I'm standing there, I'm taking the papers that I need, stapling them, putting the stapler in front of me on the desk, turning, putting these papers to the right on the copier, and then turning back and doing the same task. I did that several times, putting the um, stapler at the exact same spot on the desk right in front of me. At one point in time, I'm almost finished with the paperwork that I need to put into a file, get it stapled, set the stapler back on the desk right in front of me, turn to put that paper with the rest of them, turn back to get the stapler again, and it's gone. Just gone. I look around where I had originally set it, see maybe if I set it a bit too far and it fell off, or maybe I didn't set it exactly where I thought I had set it, and it's nowhere on the desk in front of me. I turn to the right, to the table where the copier is, see maybe I swung around with it still in my hand, it's not there. I'm looking all over this desk and the table next to me, and I cannot find the stapler. So I kind of turn around like my hands on my hips, kind of like, where did the stapler go? And as I turn around, the stapler is sitting across the room from me on the front desk that I had had my back to. And I'm thinking, that was weird. I'm pretty sure I didn't turn, walk over to the other desk and set it down there, but I just need my, to finish my paperwork and continue on with the tasks that need to be done. Grab the stapler, finish off my paperwork, and then I get a phone call. I take down a message for the manager that is needed in the morning, write it down on a sticky note, and stick it to the front desk. So I remember to tell the manager that, the information that was needed. Here's something getting knocked over in the back room. Go to the back animal room to see what's been knocked over, and nothing's been moved. Oftentimes we have cats reach through the kennels and knock something off of a shelf or knock up something off of that the cage that we actually store the food dishes and stuff on. So it's not unusual to hear something being knocked off a shelf, but I go back there and there's nothing on the floor. Nothing's been knocked out of place, but I heard the sound of something being knocked over. As I make my way back to the front office area, I'm looking in all the rooms, seeing if maybe I really didn't hear it from the back room. It was a different room that had stuff knocked over. Everything is in its place and where it should be. I'm like, that's weird. Maybe they just bumped something and it sounded like it fell. 
get back to the front desk and my sticky note that has the message for the manager is gone. I'm like, I stuck it right here on the front desk. Where could it be? Look all around the front desk. I even step into the lobby area, see if maybe it fell on the ground. It's not in the lobby area. It's not on the floor around the front desk. It's not on any other desk or any other place that I could have put it. I'm like, okay, I'm going to have to write a new note saying what the manager needed to know. Step into the back room for something else and a patron walks in. Come to the front office to speak with them. They're like, hey, there's a note here on the floor. Do you need it? And it's the sticky note I had been searching for for 30, 40 minutes. And I even stepped into that lobby to see if it was there. And it was not there. There's nothing in the lobby that it could have been like hiding behind because all we have in there is standing chairs, a garbage can in the far corner, and a desk that I had already looked around. So something was definitely messing with me that day. Um, I don't know where or why they were taking these objects. And then just last week from this phone call, several years after this, this experience, I'm still working at the animal shelter. Um, managers have changed and we've gotten a new technician or a new coworker. And we're kind of working long hours. We're short staffed at the moment. And luckily we have lots of people sending gifts, supplies and donations to the shelter. So one day I'm staying late with the new manager, opening boxes of donations. Normally we have a pair of white scissors up in the front office and in one of the back rooms so we're not going back and forth for scissors, we have a blue pair of scissors. I had gone in the black room, grabbed the blue pair of scissors, brought them up to the front office with the manager using the white scissors to open boxes. I suddenly had to leave. So I set those blue scissors on the front desk said my goodbyes and left. Come in the next morning, notice that most of the stuff from the previous night has been cleaned up by the manager and start my cleaning duties. The new tech comes in, starts her cleaning duties. At one point in time, she needs to open a bag in the back area and goes looking for the blue scissors and can't find them. Asked me where they are and I said, oh, I set them on the front desk last night. They're probably still there. She goes up front and can't find him. I come back, comes back to me to tell me she can't find him. And I go up front to see where they are. Because I'm like, I know I set them on the front desk. And I don't see him anywhere. I'm like, hey, manager, um, did you move the scissors that I was using last night? And she's like, no, I left them where they were. I didn't even realize that you put the scissors on the front desk. My gosh. So the new tech grabs the new white, the white scissors from the front office and takes them back to do the job she needs to. But I start looking around the front office and the shelter trying to find these blue scissors. I can't find them. The manager goes looking. She can't find them. And we even make a comment to each other. She says to me, 
um, watch. They're probably sitting on something blue and they're right in front of our face. And I say, watch, we can't find them the rest of the day and they'll pop up tomorrow. So we're like, okay, whatever. We already have a pair of scissors. The task that needs to be done is already done. We, we can keep going. Probably about two hours later, the manager is at the back desk doing paperwork. The new tech is in sweeping the floors and I needed to come into the office to do something. And the blue scissors are sitting on the front desk. I'm like, oh gosh, great. New tech, you found the scissors. Where were they at? And she looks at me and she's like, what? I'm like, the blue scissors, they're here on the front desk. Where did you find them? And she's like, I didn't find the scissors. And we both look up to the manager who isn't even paying attention to the conversation. And we're like, Lene, where did you, oops. We're like, manager, where did you find the new, the scissors? And she's like, um, what? As well. And we're like, the blue scissors, they're now here on the front desk. And she's like, I didn't find them either. So both the manager, the new tech, and me never found the scissors and placed them on this front desk. No other people had been through the shelter at this point in time. They just disappeared and reappeared. So what's your opinion on ghosts taking things and where do they take them? You guys are doing a great job. I love the podcast. I'm an EPP. I'll definitely call in and write in for many more occasions and incidents. Have a great day. Thanks for sharing that experience with us. What are your thoughts? You know, if we can answer that question, that would be pretty amazing. Mm -hmm. Obviously, we can't. But I've thought that before because I think it's happened to a lot of us where you had something, you know it was there, and then you turn around and it's not there. Mm -hmm. And then later, there it is. Like recently, I go to get a pair of earrings, and I'm like, I don't have one damn like set of earrings that matches. Yeah. I only have one of everything. When and how did that happen? And so I went to a farmer's market, and they had this, these earrings. I bought all kinds of them. I came back, and I'm like, like all kinds of earrings. Like, how did I not see that I had all these earrings? Yeah. But I'm assuming I just overlooked them. But it really has happened to me before where things are just gone. And then it's like, okay, so did it just float away? Like, it had to have gotten from point A to point B. That is the, yeah. I'm always, I've wondered that too. Like, how does that happen? Is it like, if there were a camera or something there, what would you see? Right. So it's like the blue scissors. How did they get from there to there and then back to there? Mm -hmm. You know, it's just weird. And some things, you know, I think, you know, in my life, I think there's absent-minded shit I've done. Sure. That, you know, it's like, I know it was right there. And it's like, oh, yeah, I forgot I did put it over there. Mm -hmm. And I mean, and that happens or maybe you don't even remember that. I went through the trash yesterday looking for something that then I was halfway through the trash. I'm like. I think I put that on the table (laughs) and sure enough, I did. Yeah. Yeah. It was nasty ass trash, you know, Mm -hmm. but, um, at least I found it. But I, I think sometimes you, you're distracted and you actually do move something and you don't remember it. Mm -hmm. I mean, we've all done that, but there's other times where, how did it get over there? Did it just float and I didn't notice it? I don't know. 
I don't know. So I, I, don't, I wish I knew the answer to that question. I really do. It is a good one. Thank you for uh, for sharing that story with us. Uh, 855-853-4802 is our phone number, and that's going to wrap up today's episode of Real Ghost Stories Online. If you like the show, keep us on the air. Become an extra podcast person. Sign up at ghostpodcast.com or patreon.com slash real ghost stories. Get access to all the bonus material. Everything is there for you. Advanced episodes, all commercial free. Ghostpodcast.com or patreon.com slash real ghost stories. Until next time, for Carol, I'm Tony. Thanks for listening to Real Ghost Stories Online. <laughs>